Welcome to the Zenov podcast. You are listening to our business resilience series where we bring to you conversations with eminent industry stalwarts and thought leaders from across the globe as they share their insights on overcoming challenges and the mindset that helps them navigate through journeys of crisis resilience and growth. Hi everyone. Welcome to this episode of Zenov's podcast. I'm Nitika Goel, the CMO of Zenov, and today I will be talking about why rapid cost takeout should be a part of every company's playbook, both for survival and growth. What is undeniable is that COVID has brought many a buoyant industries down to their knees. It could be from a social, economic, and even from an operational angle. The hospitality, travel, gaming, casinos, energy utilities, as industries have all been severely impacted. Many companies are having to make the difficult decision of putting their employees on furlough or in many cases even having to let them go. Right now, it's a fight for survival. Right now, cost takeouts are non-negotiable. However, from a cost management perspective we have seen, it often falls short of what is possible and what might be necessary in the near future. Today, I have with me my colleague Nilesh Thakkar, managing partner and global head of our engineering excellence practice at Zeno. Nilesh has helped many customers across this decision making and has helped them use cost as a lever to build in a margin of resilience. Welcome Nilesh. Thanks Nitika. So Nilesh driving right in. Currently data shows that if companies leverage the right levers they can drive a rapid cost takeout of close to 20%. What are those levers and why is it critical at this juncture for companies to provide their organization with a requisite scaffolding if you may to fortify themselves during this crisis So uh, Nitika uh, any company needs to continue to innovate uh, and for innovation they need talent and now because of covid they have other factors such as digital transforming your your company uh employees are working from home so there's more employee trans- digital transformation that need to take place so in addition to your product innovation you need to now put in customer digital transformation and employee digital transformation initiatives uh which requires more global and technology talent so there are three main ways we can companies can optimize their costs one is look at their entire product portfolio and figure out which products they should be continuing to invest where should they optimize the costs or investments and where they should reinvest this is a good time to look at your product portfolio and make the right choices the second do you have the look talent at the right locations most companies we have find that they are even if they are using global talent they are suboptimally using them they are using them more in the staff augmentation mode rather than using them to more from a disruptive innovative module leadership point of view your cost benefits considerably increase if the global talent is leveraged more effectively um so if you are not using at least 50% of your talent in low cost locations that's one way to look at it but if you already are looking at have global talent make sure that you are using it effectively or leveraging the talent effectively and the third area uh, where we find companies have a lot of uh, areas to uh, make their outsourcing effective uh, we find that they have multiple vendors uh they don't use the right business models with these vendors um they don't it's not very clear as to what they should outsource and what they should insource 
So looking at those areas, there's another about 15 to 20% of cost savings you can take out. So if you effectively use these three methods, uh, we believe that at a minimum you can get 20%. There are companies we have worked with, they have gotten about 30 to 35% savings out of these initiatives total. Great. Thank you so much for that perspective, Nilesh. So a quick question, right? You talked about these three levers. Which of these levers can be exercised quickly in order to take out cost in the near term? And which one of these are long-term plays? So, uh, as I mentioned, outsourcing effectiveness is something which you can do very quickly. Uh, for example, if you're using time and material, changing those contracts into most managed services could be something you could do very quickly. It reduces the amount of uh, overhead which you need to uh, uh, deploy to make those contracts work. In addition to that, uh, you're able to offload some of the risks which you may have. That now the outsourcing partner may be able to take greater risks. Plus, you'll be able to get uh, better talent because they are, they are more motivated to deliver those projects at quality and on schedule. So that's one way of doing it. Also, consolidating your vendors. So if you're using... You know, in a company, if you have 500 people outsourced, if you have eight vendors, you get, you know, on an average about 30 to 40 people per vendor. You're not getting the attention which you should be getting from these companies. So, you know, cutting it down to maybe two or three niche uh, key vendors which are effective for you could be other way of doing it. That's one way. But also product portfolio optimization. That's not uh, something which can take a lot of time. We can we have worked with companies where they've been able to make these investment decisions in less than 60 to 90 days, where they've been able to focus on products which are in the growth curve of your uh, you know product life cycle, as compared to where products are either declining in revenue or are matured, which is not going to give give them the boost in revenue uh, which they should be getting from investment. So those both are e easily done. And now, because it's so easy to set up operations in in globally, uh, we are able to set up operations for companies uh, in 60 days to 90 days, where you can have people working for you in a global location in about a 90 days time frame. So you can have a team of 10, 20, 30 people in about 90 to 120 days from today. So I would say all three done with the right experts can get you the cost savings pretty 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 quickly. Got it. So that's a great point, Nilesh. So the good thing that you're saying is in the short term or the long term, it really depends on what kind of machinery you put around it in order to be able to drive the outcomes. So right. another thing that we're looking at is that everybody talks about cost takeouts, but we don't really talk about what could potentially go wrong with such cost takeouts. Mm -hmm. What are some of the common mistakes that businesses make while going through this process? Yeah, uh, so you know though you know it's it's ironic that we're talking about cost takeout but we want to make sure that you're not just solving for cost you're solving for quality and cost is an output so what do i mean by that so don't try to you know hire the cheapest talent or the you know low cost talent obviously make sure that you are hiring the top talent don't try to set up staff augmentation because that's going to be the easiest thing to for you to do yeah i need three people let me just hire the three people Figure out what full team you're going to send to the global location and hire for that team. Don't try to rush into building, you know, three-member team here and four-member team there. You may be able to grow quickly that, but you're not going to get the productivity you, sh you should be getting out of that. So secondly, make sure that the vendors or the partners you select 
other partners who are going to help you for the long term on a strategic way. Uh, they may don't go for the lowest cost partner because they may not be able to uh, put in the investments which will help you in the long term. So make sure that you sit choosing the right partner who are going to get you the kind of skills which you need, which you don't have internally, and they have the they have the they have the skills which you may need, which will help you build those capabilities. So those are some of the ways to look at it. Make sure that don't you um, you know don't rush into it. Make sure, spend a a couple of weeks to think about what is the right way of doing it and then kind of plunge into it. That's a very interesting point. So taking that conversation thread ahead, right? You said you need to spend a little time doing the groundwork so that the decisions that you make are uh, impactful both in the near and the long term. So right. one of the things that we're seeing is obviously when you're looking through these priorities, uh, the question arises is whether you should look at all three together, whether you should look at one. So how do you prioritize one over the other or how do you ensure that you take all the adequate measures in a scenario planning so that you don't lose sight of the long-term game while you're straddling survival mode right so the way i if i was doing all three i would start with the product portfolio optimization make sure that you are investing in the right products you made the decision as to which products you want to and in which products you want to develop in each location so you make that decision first which will help you figure out what kind of talent you need, what kind of partners you need. If you already have that clear, if you know which products you, the investments need to be made, you are very clear on how the, they need to be developed. If that is already in place, then you can start with both the globalization and outsourcing initiatives right away. Uh, outsourcing is probably going to go quicker because you know you already have partners who know how to hire, where to hire, they have the infrastructure to get going. So an outsourcing relationship, you can get started as quickly as 30 to 45 days. As I said earlier, even the global locations, we have set up companies in about 90 days. So it still takes you a little bit longer than an outsourcing, uh, but it's still pretty quick in a scale of, in a frame of reference. You know, a product is a year, six months to develop within 90 days or 120 days. If you have a team, that's relatively quick. It used to take, when I used to set up teams about 10, 12 years ago, it used to take six to eight months to before you could get started. So things have gotten relatively simpler and easier and, and speedier these days. So I would say start with your product portfolio. Make sure that you know which products are built where and which products you want to invest. Then figure out which products you want to outsource and which products you want to build your own teams with and then, then go forward. Got it. So thank you, Nilesh, for those inputs. How rapid is rapid in today's scenario yeah i mean as i said earlier you could uh we can actually do an analysis of what are the potential savings in about a couple of weeks uh where we can look at your current uh, global talent distribution your current products your current outsourcing relationships in about a week if we can provide the data a week later we can do a workshop with customers and give them a pretty good overview and estimate as to where there are biggest opportunities. So in about a two week time frame, you have a pretty good roadmap as to how you can go about doing it. So. Great. Any, if companies have to think of just one thing, right, as to why they need to ruthlessly prioritize cost at this point in time, uh, what would that one thing be? I mean, I think you, you, this is the right time to figure out how do you, what is your post COVID strategy, right? What are the products people are going to need? Uh, what are the how, how are your employees going to be most most effective? How are your customers going to be interacting with you? 
you want to make sure that you have those things in place right now. For that, you're going to need talent. So and for and right now, you're not going to get any additional budgets from your from your you know CFO. So you need to figure out how I'm going to leverage my current budget to spend on all these initiatives because you are set up for a future growth. Great. Thank you so much, Nilesh. Thank you for your time. I think this will definitely help businesses as they try to build in inherent resilience into their operations, into their cost, and also into their global teams. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks, Nitika. The pleasure was mine. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zinov's Business Resilience Series. Stay tuned for more such interesting episodes and subscribe to our podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. To know more about Zinov and if you believe we can help with your problems, please visit our website www.zinov.com or drop us a note at info@zinov.com. At Thank you again and don't forget to tune in to our next episode.